Welcome to the Catherine Zox Show. This informative and entertaining show will start your mornings off on the right foot. Here's your host, Catherine Zox, your social worker with the microphone. Good morning. I am Catherine Zox, your social worker with the microphone on Voice America, voiceamerica.com women. And joining me is my co-host, Lauren Beller, who's president of Big Fish Nation, which is a 12-month entrepreneurial program you can take in the comfort of your own home or office. How are you this morning, Lauren? Good morning, Catherine. I'm excellent. We were getting nervous. You hadn't called in yet. <laughs> you know, the topic today is that you know, we sort of have this theme every week, which I love because it's a, it covers you know both our guests and also what you and I talk about. So the theme this week is satisfying your hunger. And the two guests that we're going to have on later in the show, one is a registered dietitian, Rachel Agnew, and she's talking about need a mood makeover, how you know the right kinds of foods will affect your mood both positive and negatively. And then secondly, Lauren, Sherry Olyarud, who is an editor or the chief editor at the Betty Crocker Cookbook for Women. I don't know if your mother had a Betty Crocker Cookbook, but mine I did. have some. I Do have you? Yeah, I have some of the, her newer ones, yeah. Well, her new, and it's not the cookbook that mom used to have, these no. newer ones. This one is the cookbook, the one, the, the latest one is Cookbook for Women, the complete guide to women's health and wellness at every stage of life. So it's not just recipes. I think there's 140 recipes, but there's also how to take care of yourself in your 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, uh, you know, health, uh, osteoporosis, how, what to eat, what not to eat. All, so it has a whole list of things. Um, so I thought, well, you, if I can give you a chance to talk, which I may or may not. <laughs> um, that's why I love you, because you just let me keep on talking. And, and, uh, <laughs> it's your show, Catherine. Okay. <laughs> this is what I was I think I'm not sure which one of the ladies is going to talk about this, but you, you know what a BMI is, don't you? Do you? Um, yes, I have to remember what it stands for. Your um... body mass index. Thank you, yes. Body mass index. Yeah, I I, th- I would imagine that they both. Well, no, I don't know. What, I don't know who was going to talk about that. But it's you know, it's interesting. This topic. I love this topic. I am a my. I have a master's in health education, and I'm all about health. You know, so it's such a. I think eating and how we eat and what we eat, and also tied to the um, whole emotional piece, which is your first guest. You know, it's a big. It's important. This is a really important issue. Exactly, and, and I think some, we're eating worse than ever lately these days. So do I. I yeah. mean, it, and that's the thing. I have all. I'm, you know, I have a lot of guests on the show who talk about that food and what to eat, and nutrition, and how it affects uh, every facet of our lives. But still, I walk down the street and it looks to me like everybody's getting fatter. Well, we'll have to ask these ladies. But body mass index is a number calculated from a person's weight and height. And apparently, the BMI provides a reliable indicator of body fatness for most people. And they use it to screen weight categories, different for children, adults, teens. And uh, so before I got on the show, I, did, I calculated my BMI. And how is it? Let's hear. It's perfect. Uh, of course it is. <laughs> or else you wouldn't be talking about it. Yeah, it's absolutely perfect. So can my you tell me how I can figure mine? Yeah. If you go to, what you do is you can actually you go online and, and uh, look up BMI. If you Google BMI, uh-huh. and listeners can do that too, Google BMI, and then there are like several websites that have where you can calculate your BMI. You have to put in your weight and your height, and then they calculate it for you. You don't have to do the calculations. And it doesn't have anything to do with age, does it? No, you don't put your age in there. now. I, and I don't think they, they, they have categories for adults, children, 
and teens, but I don't think they break it down into, say, if you're 40 or 50 or 60. Right, right, right. Okay. So my BMI, because I'm very proud of my BMI, (laughs) and I hope these ladies are listening, is 21.3. I listen to you. I'm going to report mine as soon as I can which is absolutely perfect within the normal range of adults for your age. Now, BMI below 18.5 is underweight, not good. You know, some of those supermodels, those runway models? Too thin. Uh, Yeah. And then a normal BMI is 18.5, between 18.5 and 24.9. So if you're interested, anyone listening, go to the website or go to any one of the BMI websites and you can calculate your BMI. Overweight is 25.0 to 29.9. That's overweight. Now, if you think you're in the obese category, you need help, and that would your BMI would be 30 plus. So your BMI is probably similar to mine. I'm going to tell you, my computer's being a little slow today. I didn't have it open ready for you, so oh. I'm, um, I will have it just as soon as I can. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure. I mean, I know you. I know I've. I know how I don't know how much you weigh, but I know what you look like. So <laughs> I know it's okay. But anyway, we're talking about satisfying your um, hunger. Is that with it? Yeah, satisfying, satisfying your hunger. Yeah, satisfying your hunger. And I have to tell everybody, Lauren, you always send me these great updates on what you're doing in your life. Now, most people do it like at Christmas time, and they send this thing, and they say everything is fabulous and wonderful, and all it does is make you feel bad because your life isn't as good as that. Catherine, I have to interrupt you. Um, my BMI is 18.6. 18. Po- oh, you're. Oh. <laughs> uh, 18.6? Well, yeah. no, you're in I'm, the normal range. I'm in the you normal. You can't lose any more weight because 18.5. Look is, at that. I'm at the low end of normal. Yeah, below 18.5 is underweight, but you're fine. I just wanted to be sure I was in the perfect category with you. Yeah. <laughs> we're both in the perfect category so we can give all the advice we want to give. And we're obnoxious. But, <laughs> no, you need a role model. You need a role model. I have neg- I have negative role models. Negatives? Oh, I thought yeah. you said naked. No. Na- well, they could be naked, but I have negative role models. Do you have negative? I you think I- we all have some, and we have to decide if they're role models or where they're role models. Well, my negative role model and... Uh, you know, is somebody that I've known. Uh, she's not a friend. This is uh, <laughs> I, for quite a few years, and I really don't see her very often. This is terrible to say, but she's overweight. She doesn't take care of herself, and although and, and could do those things if she wanted to. So I always look at her and think, well, I don't want to be like that. That spurs me on to keep myself looking as best I can, and also maintaining my weight and that kind of stuff. More so than putting up this, you know, if I'm, you know, somebody who has who looks good, who's the right weight, and I'm trying to emulate them, it's much easier to have a negative role model, at least for me. It's true because then the, you know, the glass, the ceiling's not so high. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. I don't, I don't know, know if that's a good thing, though, Catherine. It is. I don't know if it is. I don't know if it is either, but it works <laughs> for me. But let's get back to your quick note because you sent a note about the first part of your summer, and... I love it. It's so upbeat. You talk about satisfying your hungers. You satisfy your hungers, but you do it with a balance. Yeah, I, I, you know, it's interesting that I think that happiness has to do with satisfying your hunger. And when I first saw your topic, I'm thinking, well, what's, does she mean hunger as in food or hunger as in desires? And I thought, well, it's really one and the same. Like, are we, 
sometimes I think when we um, deprive ourselves, it actually we does more harm than good. Sometimes I think it's about satisfying our hunger, but on a very moderate basis. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, it's putting it in the positive, satisfying rather, you know, uh, dieting and all is like deprivation. The word deprivation is not a good word. De- I mean, no Definitely one wants to, not. Who wants to be deprived? Nobody. No. That's. No. I mean, that's like torture. And this is America. You know, yeah. we shouldn't be torturing ourselves in America. Yeah, we have we all the comforts of home. We have, you know, we have all wonderful comforts and great, you know, healthy foods. And we choose to just put lousy things in our bodies. But I also think we choose to expose our da- ourselves through our days to lousy things. You know, we tend not to just. Make it a wonderful day. You know, go sit in the sun for 10 minutes. Go um, go for a swim when you have a half an hour. Or go for a bike ride or whatever it is that you'd love to do, but you're just not doing because it feels like I don't have enough time or I don't have enough this. It's just such a, that's depriving ourselves. But you, in describing like this summer, and describing what you were doing, Lauren, you'd mentioned your, uh, your husband's birthday. And, you, you know, you kind of combined a lot of different things and, one of the things you said, well, you had a weekend quietly at home with home massages. I thought, what a great idea. Home <laughs> massages, but with tequila. The combination <laughs> was great. I loved it. Not just any tequila. I had to go buy one of the best of the bottles, you know. So what's the best? What's the best it's tequila? A new, it's a new, it's called, um, it's a new, a new, hold on, hold on, hold on, I'll think of it. It's uh, like, like, oh, I want to say like Tarzan, but it's not. Tarzan, Tarzan, it's a wonderful bottle, big square bottle, and it's um, got a solder, it's all soldered on the edge with the process of how they make it, it's very, very cool. So this is top of the line tequila. Yeah, it's, yeah they say it's going to be the new Don, Helio, Don Julio, you know. What could be better? Home massages. I don't, I don't even want to get into that. But good tequila. Home, yeah, good tequila, some neighbors for dinner, some boating, a trip out to a restaurant, Sounds fabulous. It was a nice weekend. It was a. It wasn't anything. You know, we didn't do anything crazy. We didn't spend a ton of money, and it was um, simple and it was nice. And you know, he had been traveling all week, and he didn't. I said, "Do you want to go out to a nice dinner?" No. He says, "Let's just go out. You, me, and Sierra." You know, there's not many places you take an 18-month-old, so we kept it simple and easy. Great idea. Yeah. And I have to say something else about this tequila thing because I just saw that Amtrak is offering. I don't know if you've ever taken one of this. is another trip you may want to take. I love Amtrak. Uh, yeah. Well, the, they're offering these now luxury train travel trips in the United States. Have you done one? I've done a luxury. I took the Royal Scotsman. I took my two boys, two of them. The third one was in college. He couldn't go. No, I took all three of them. And we went on the Royal Scotsman from London to Edinburgh. And it's this luxury train travel where you, it's sort of the old-fashioned where they have, like, gourmet dinners. They have two chefs on board, and they cook for you. And talk and they have, like, scotch that's top-of-the-line scotch. And that's they great. Of, it's fabulous. Well, now in the United States they're doing the same thing or trying to, I think, emulate that kind of – they have these luxury Amtrak train travel. And there's one that's going – I think they just – there's one that's going from uh, Chicago to San Francisco, uh, Florida to Washington D.C. You know, overnight train tra- uh, train trips, and they're fabulous. Two day, tra- one night. Here's one. They're not cheap either because they have private dining cars, lounge areas. They and uh, they're offering as a promo uh, free drinks up to a hundred dollars per night. I guess. Wow. Yeah. So that uh, on top of dinner wine. So that's you know, if so you think about that, that's not outrageous. Yet you can't stay at a hotel for that. Exactly. You can't stay at a hotel, and it's a different experience. 
totally different. And yet, when you wake up the next day, you're going to be in a in a whole new city. Exactly. Here's it. the Grand Lux trips. This is on Amtrak, and the name of the train is the California Zephyr, and it goes between Chicago and San Francisco. Nice. Which sounds really cool. It does. Yeah. That's yeah. a great idea. Yeah. I'm and not you know, sure. There's, there's supposed to be one actually in your area, I and mean, I don't know if it's a high end, but there, they do a. Um, a New Year's Eve train ride from Albany to Montreal. All right. Well, that's similar. I mean, similar, that's easy. Yeah. That's, like, that's an overnight kind of thing. Yeah, it's an evening, a nighttime, and you wake up, you know, the next day. You, I think you end up celebrating when you get to Montreal. I don't know what the, you know, the details of it, but it sounds like fun. Yeah, you can celebrate on the train, too, if you want to. Yeah, exactly. So that tequila sounds delicious. Well, I'm having my big birthday this weekend, so we went to the, I mean, I mean not that I'm promoting that everybody needs to go out and drink, but. You know, does talk about elevating your mood to diet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we uh, just went out and got all the alcohol for the party, but nice. uh, yeah. Anyway, it's going to be really fun. But uh, we have about a minute left, so I want uh, coming up in this next half hour, or this half hour, and then the next half hour is registered dietitian Rachel Agnew, and uh, she's going to be talking about need a mood makeover. Um, points, and what she's going to do is uh, give us easy tips to combat summer slumps. Feel-good foods. What are those feel-good foods? Lauren and I probably know what some of them are, but maybe not all of them. Um, and also Sherry Olyarud, Betty Crocker Cookbook for Women, The Complete Guide to Women's Health and Wellness at Every Stage of Life. I'm Catherine Sox with Lauren Beller on Voice America Women, voiceamericawomen.com. I'm your social worker with a microphone. Talk with you, not at you. We're Voice America, Women's Radio Network, the new face of talk radio. I have three children, and I've been raising my 16-year-old sister. Mary Gallagher and her family shared a two-bedroom apartment with eight people. Now Habitat for Humanity is helping her build a simple, decent, affordable home of her own. When we first found out that we were getting a Habitat home, it was like a dream. I kept saying, don't anybody wake me up. Not only is Mary helping build her own home, she'll buy it with a no-profit, zero-interest mortgage to keep it affordable. Habitat came out and built my home, and when Mary started building her house, I wanted to come out and give a hand. We're not just building Mary's house, we're building a neighborhood. There's several more to be built this year, and I look forward to working on each of their houses and seeing the joy of their face when they open the door to their brighter future. Habitat for Humanity. Building homes, changing lives. Support the work in your community. Visit Habitat.org. I feel very blessed. God has answered all of my prayers. We are home. Are you willing to be taught and invest a few minutes each week to learn principles that will ensure your success and fulfillment? Tune in every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time to It's Easier Done Than Said on the Voice America Women's Channel. 
Chat with Women reaches boomer women and their daughters. The concept is simple. It's the modern equivalent of having coffee with a million or so of our closest girlfriends. Chat with Women doesn't talk trash and it doesn't dish dirt. It's intelligent programming for intelligent women. Imagine that. Host Pam Gray and Rochelle Alhadif, fun-living women with enough life experience to go around, want to share their joy and knowledge of life with others. Plan to spend Thursday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific time with Pam and Rochelle on the Voice America Women's Channel. If you can't call mom, call Chat with Women. Real advice for real life from real women. And they keep their listeners laughing and learning with exciting interviews, live call-in sessions, and advice from two revolutionary baby boomers. Join Pam and Rochelle every Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time for Chat with Women here on the Voice America Women's Channel. Radio that talks with you, not at you. Voice America, Women's Radio Network. You're listening to The Catherine Zox Show on the Voice America Women's Channel. If you'd like to join our conversation this morning, call now. The toll-free number is 866-472-5788. That number again is 866-472-5788. 17 minutes past the hour. I'm Catherine Zox, your social worker with a microphone on voiceamerica.com, Voice America Women with Lauren Deller. And, uh, Lauren, before we took the break, we were talking about, well, actually talking about alcohol. And, you know, it's interesting. When uh, guests come on and they're talking about uh, food and staying healthy and staying well, they don't always bring up the topic of alcohol. And um is, is it good for you or in moderation or is it not or you know it, I've never really I'm really not sure I mean they are, they say that red wine apparently is good for you it has something in it that's good for your blood pressure I think you know have you heard the study recently that just came out now coffee is like the new great thing coffee so, is now the great thing coffee is now the new great thing it helps with workouts and you know all these things and so I'm I'm always of the mindset that you know what I think alcohol in moderation is and as long as you're a healthy adult using it in a healthy way, I think it can't be a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you. We have to ask the experts. But so coffee is a good thing, but that also has to be in moderation. How I much agree. coffee is good for? How much? What are they? What are they recommending? Like a cup of coffee in the morning or two cups? Well, or? they're not saying like one. T- they're not specifying specifically, but they're just saying there's a new study out that's saying that coffee is a new. It's a new healthy thing, and it just has all these wonderful side effects. And it's not from drinking it, but it's from feeling having more energy. So you end up going to the gym, or you end up going, you know, to push yourself a little more to be more active or whatever. So I think it's very interesting, you know, I think that's true about alcohol, too. So many people don't relax, and I think that's a good, if it helps people relax and slow down and sit and, you know, chill for a little bit, I think that's a good thing. So it's not the intrinsic nature of the coffee or the alcohol, it's what it does to you. Like Exactly. It's interesting about the coffee you mentioned. I mean, I understand about the alcohol, but for the coffee, in other words, because it gets you kind of pumped up a little bit, then you'll do those things that you're supposed to be doing up and out. Yeah, there have, there's a whole new, I mean, it just, I just saw it. It came out in the past day or two or, you know, the past couple of days. I saw it somewhere. You know, it starts out some like in the New York Times, and then from there it trickles into the Today Show, and then it trickles into the, all of the publications everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the places I picked it, that I was watching picked it up. But, um, yeah, it's uh, it's the side effects of drinking it regularly. I love a good cup of coffee in the morning, and I, I have sort of pared it down to like two cups, two and a half cups. 
you know, I don't think drinking 20 cups all throughout the day, I have a friend who does that, that's not good for I us. I agree, yeah. yeah. And I so think anything like that is not good for us, you know, except for possibly water, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been drinking more water. Look I always good. kind Look of yeah. I poo pooed that, but I'm finding now that I'm really drinking more water and feeling better and staying hydrated. And I started to do that more. I don't know why I thought I, but really drinking a lot of water. And maybe it's because I'm at the beach now, and that makes a difference you're, in walking yeah. and yeah, and walking well, and yeah, yeah, that kind of stuff. It's more if you're in a hot hot area and you're probably moving more, and yeah, it feels good to be more hydrated in areas like that. Did you see who was going to be on The View? They have a new person for the. I love her. I happen to adore her. You know, because Rosie O'Donnell, they were looking for a replacement for her. Do you watch The View? I don't watch The View. Who? But who is replacing her? Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, you know, I heard that that could be a possibility. I love. Whoopi I like Goldberg. Whoopi too. I think she's got class. You know, in her, she's wonderful. She that, is. She's going to really pull people into that show. I yeah. might watch well, it now. Well, Whoopi is very funny, but she's also. Edgy, but she isn't nasty necessarily. She's not nasty. She's also she's got a big heart, and you can tell that. But she is very funny. She is extremely funny. I love her. And so anyway, she started. I think she did one show, but she's going to you know after Memorial uh, Memorial Weekend, then she's going to come in full swing. And they may even be getting another person as well. So uh, you know what Rosie's going to say? They needed two to replace me. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Rosie comes in. You know, we're in Provincetown, so Rosie uh, comes to. Everybody talks about when Rosie comes in on her yacht or whatever she comes in. She comes to Provincetown, uh, well, at least once a year. I don't know if she comes. She was here a couple weeks ago. I didn't see her, but she comes in on her boat, and I, you know, she um, stays for a couple days. I haven't seen her around town. Not yet. Mm-hmm. Well, she's probably do do any day. You know, now that she's not working as much, she probably yeah. is going to be out and about. So keep your eyes peeled. Yeah, don't worry. I would I would go up to her and say something. I like her too. But anyway, I'm so happy. Ro- uh, Whoopi Goldberg. So yeah, watch the view. The view is it's very cool. Will, I love that show. Whoopi will totally change the dynamic. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. One person changes the dynamic. Absolutely. Yeah, the whole show changes. But it'll be really interesting to see how she does. Anyway, I want to get back to your little. Um, how do you decide, you know, when you write these emails? I, lo- I, I, I the, you know, kind of updating people like three times a year, at least three times a year you update people in terms of what you're doing, friends, family. Well, you know, when I moved from New York to um, Texas, everybody kept saying to me, you have to stay in touch, you have to stay in touch. And it's almost impossible to stay in touch. I mean, I had a large group of family and friends there, and I, it's hard to pick up the phone every, you know, two weeks or a month even and speak to 20, 30, 40 people. There's a group, that mailing list now has grown, and people now have emailed me. Matter of fact, I got an email yesterday. Lauren, add so-and-so to it. I have to fill her in and forward your message. You know, so um, how do I figure out what to say? I just, I write those in literally five minutes. Um, and I just update people on what's going on in the, my world. And it's funny, I, yes, when I sent that message, I normally try to send the, a question of what's going on in your world, and I forgot to do that, and I felt badly. But some people always respond and tell me what's going on or what they liked about the message. or you know. So it's nice to get back as much as it is to send it out. So are there people who consistently respond back and then tell you everything that they're doing? I'm not, you know me, because I could labor over it for the next six months and I'll to tell you. I can, verbally, I can tell you, but to sit down and actually write it or email you back, I'm, you know, editing the thing, so it's not... But your uh, message back to me was just perfect. Can't get yeah. better than your message back to me. <laughs> 
your message was very cute. But some people do send a whole message, you know, a whole, you know, this is what's going on in their world, and it's that's fine too. Like I don't expect anything when I send it. I just am doing what people asked me to do, and that was keep in touch, you know. Yeah, it's great because then you also send pictures. You send that's the beauty of the email. You've got a whole, you know, besides what you write and tell people what's going on in your life, you also have pictures of the family, which I love, and of Sierra, which is they're beautiful. And uh, no, it really does. It keeps you updated and it keeps you. I'll tell you one thing. I and I, I don't know if I told you this last week, but it reminded me of what um, my boys are doing now. They have the, those iBooks. What's an iBook? An iBook, which is a laptop, and it has a camera in it. Oh, I've never heard it called an iBook. iBooks. I think that's the right term. And is, that a, is it a Mac or a? It's a Mac. Okay. And it's a Mac that has the camera in it. It's not, you know, like on a PC that you'll have like webcams. And yeah. So you can, and I guess you have to use certain software with it. So what they do is, and they did it for me. It was like unbelievable. It was fat, one of my um, my middle son. He brought it to the to the Cape, and he took it out, and he uh, emailed his older brother in Chicago, brought him up on the screen, and there he was. And we had this great conversation, and we're looking at him. And then they do a three way, you know, with the family, and then they brought in my other son and then you can just have a whole it, it's kind yes, of bizarre you can have a family gathering a family gathering I mean have you ever do you have, have you ever done that yeah actually when my mother does it and my sister gets on so there's like um, we have a we do it too it's a webcam I never heard of it called an iBook so we just all open up our webcams turn them on point them to the right person in the room and you can, and we um, you can talk between it and it's really it's great and it makes it so that it doesn't feel you know we used to have dinner together once a month or so and you know rather than dinner sometimes we'll eat dinner together you know okay. <laughs> while we're on the webcam the other night Sierra had them all singing to her she kept telling them more singing more singing you know so they were at the other end at their at their respective desks singing songs to her while she's you know doing ring around the rosy. <laughs> <laughs> And she's loving it, and you know, watching them on the on the monitor, and she's performing. They can see her do her thing. It's, it was great. You know, you could be really creative about what you do with it. Like you're saying, you have a family dinner, you have the grandchildren. You know, we had Sierra's they... birthday. Actually, we did a, a her one year old birthday. We you know we had no family here, so um, we just did a webcam birthday party, and it lasted an hour. We had we did her cake in her high chair, and. Um, they were obviously. I didn't send them any cake. I sh- thought of it later. I should have sent them each a cake, which would have been fun. Um, but anyway, Sierra ate her cake in front of them, blew out her first candle, and you know it was like it was a fun birthday. That's a. I mean, you, and I love that because you really do have to be very. You can be. I'm thinking of different. Well, I'll, I'll give you another example. One of my sons, uh, his cousin had moved into a new apartment, and he wanted to show uh, one of his show his brother the apartment. So they did a whole tour of the apartment. And showed her her new apartment on that's the website. It was great. Yeah, yeah it's it was really fantastic. Great. Oh, think about that. actually, that's a great example. Um, think about if you're going to be moving and your realtor could do that for you. Well, you know, just look at houses before you even you know to narrow it down. Yeah, exactly. Well, we have uh, Rachel on the line, a registered dietitian. She's here to talk to us about this. Is Rachel Agnew need a mood makeover? We've been waiting for her. Points out easy tips to combat summer slumps. How are you this morning, Rachel? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Good. Fine. So, need a mood makeover. Apparently, summer isn't always so happy and, you know, we're not always feeling so good because we have to balance job, family, vacations, kids' schedules. Uh, so, it can be stressful even in the summertime or our lives can be stressful in the summertime. So, uh, 
what do we do? How do we overcome that stress and do something about it? In terms, I guess, what we eat affects our mood and and uh, and how we behave. Definitely, and I would suggest instead of turning to candies and sweets, um, that can help us, you know, feel better temporarily, um, but then we crash later. I would suggest that people turn to more healthier food options throughout the day, such as you know, complex carbohydrates like whole grains, omega-3 fatty acids like salmon, tuna, walnuts, and like leafy greens, lean meat. These are foods that provide some B vitamins that can help improve mood, keep your energy levels up, um, and keep you more productive throughout the day. So that's the good stuff. That's what we should do to lift our mood. What are some of the, the, the downer things? What are the things that we eat, and I know there are a lot of them, that really cause us to become not necessarily clinically depressed but really do depress our mood, the stuff we shouldn't be doing? Right. Well, I would suggest that people avoid eating too many sweets, candies, potato chips, junk foods. These foods can decrease our energy level because they make us feel tired or lethargic and also because they add unwanted calories and fat. And, you know, the size of a meal can also make you feel lethargic. So if you eat too much at one time, it can contribute to feelings of tiredness. You're not as alert. You can't concentrate as well. So I would suggest avoiding very large meals when you need to be productive um, and also limiting the amount of junk food and sweets and candies. And, and, and as I understand it, when you eat is also important. It's not just what you eat, but when you eat. Right. Breakfast is a great way to start your day because your body, um, just like your car, needs fuel and energy to get going and get moving throughout the day. So when you give your body the breakfast, a healthy breakfast in the morning, you're starting out right, you're giving your brain the fuel it needs to concentrate and be alert, and then as you space your meals out throughout the day, it can help keep your blood sugar levels um, at, a, at a healthy level throughout the day. It can help maintain energy and uh, productivity. All right, so important, have that breakfast. Don't skip breakfast, which I know a lot of people do. They go off to work. They, don't, they have their cup of coffee, and that's it. Don't have breakfast. Right. Great having you on the show this morning. Thanks for sharing those tips. Rachel Agnew, uh, registered dietitian, giving us some advice about uh, easy tips to combat summer slumps. It could be winter slumps as well, but uh, help you to uh, get your mood makeover. You're listening to Catherine Zox on Voice America Women, voiceamericawomen.com. I'm your social worker with a microphone. Talk radio that informs, entertains, and enlightens you. Voice America, Women's Radio Network. Chat with Women reaches boomer women and their daughters. The concept is simple. It's the modern equivalent of having coffee with a million or so of our closest girlfriends. Chat with Women doesn't talk trash and it doesn't dish dirt. It's intelligent programming for intelligent women. Imagine that. Host Pam Gray and Rochelle Alhadif, fun-living women with enough life experience to go around, want to share their joy and knowledge of life with others. Plan to spend Thursday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific time with Pam and Rochelle on the Voice America Women's Show. If you can't call mom, call Chat with Women. Real advice for real life from real women. And they keep their listeners laughing and learning with exciting interviews, live call-in sessions, and advice from two revolutionary baby boomers. Join Pam and Rochelle every Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time for Chat with Women here on the Voice America Women's Channel.
Inner Health Through Homeopathy, hosted by Melissa Birch, CCH, with Dr. Tim Stryker. This show features a weekly discussion about homeopathy, a holistic approach to health care which treats ailments by bringing the entire body into balance. Homeopathy encompasses and examines the makeup of the entire person instead of focusing solely on a disease or ailment. The healing process involves physical, mental, and emotional changes which come from a wellness within. Homeopathic remedies go far beyond an alleviation of symptoms. They can restore harmony to the body and open paths to a higher level of awareness. Each week, Melissa Birch, CCH, explores a different health issue and individual healing processes with Tim Stryker, MD. Tune in every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel for inner health through homeopathy. Dad, can I ask you something? Sure. There's this girl I kind of like. Say no more. You just have to impress her. Okay, but how? Just, I don't know, pick up a lot of heavy things around her. Like what? You know, desks, chairs, people. Grunt if you have to. Grunt? Yeah, be like, oh! Uh. There you go. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. When you adopt a child from foster care, just being there makes all the difference. To learn more, call 1-888-200-4005. A public service announcement brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. Finally, radio that has real depth. Voice America Network. listening to the Catherine Zox Show on the Voice America Women's Channel. If you'd like to join our conversation this morning, call now. The toll-free number is 866-472-5788. That number again is 866-472-5788. I'm Catherine Zox, your social worker with a microphone. Good morning, Voice America Women, voiceamericawomen.com. And, uh, you know, I always forget to mention this, Lauren, but, you know, if you have a question or any of the listeners have a question, call in, ask the guests. We have a line open, so be sure and call uh, the number. I have to give everybody the number. I think uh, Ruben just mentioned it, but, uh, well, can't find it right now. Anyway, uh, Sherry Olyarud is the senior cookbook editor at Betty Crocker Cookbooks, and uh, they have a new book called Betty Crocker Cookbook for Women, The Complete Guide to Women's Health and wellness at every stage of life. And this really is the complete guide because it's an all-inclusive volume. It provides common-sense advice and the how-tos on a range of health issues every woman should know, whether she's in her 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, or 60s. Welcome to the show, Sherry. Nice to have you on this morning. Thank you, Catherine. Good. Glad to be with you. Yeah, there's so much to cover in this cookbook. Oh, this my isn't... gosh. Yeah. yeah, there's a ton of information. All right, well, it's not just, we have to, and I sort of, I said this, but we have to, I think, reiterate this. It's not just a cookbook with recipes, although it does have recipes, 140 recipes, which are family-friendly. They're for the whole family, so you don't have to be cooking meals, separate meals for each person, so practical. Yes. But besides recipes, what else? I mean, it is all-inclusive because it is specifically for women at every stage of 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s. Absolutely, and um, we put this book together because the idea of it kept coming up over and over. You know, we talk about women, and we, we, as women, we know this about ourselves, that we are the greatest caregivers in the world. But when it comes to taking care of ourselves, we kind of lack a little. (laughs) And um, we just wanted to do this book to say to women, you're important, take care of yourself. If you feel well and you feel good, 
you know, um, you're going to be able, much better able to take care of others in your life. So, um, and the way we set the book up, the front matter is divided into, um, in your 20s, you know, we know that you have these kinds of challenges, and here's some solutions. Okay, like, what are the different challenges in the 20s? Now, um, I know what they are. I've been in my, I've been there. <laughs> and right there. Been there, done that, yes. Yeah. Um, one of the challenges, and, and I think this is a really big one, is that um, women in their 20s are on the go all the time. And it's hard for them to think, to make to make healthy choices when they're away at restaurants or at a coffee counter or something. And what things do they keep on hand for when they are on the go? And so we have, you know, we talk about a lot about baby carrots, snack on edamame, um, here's a few foods to keep in your pantry, here's some fitness tips. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of different kinds of exercises you can do when um, when you're in your 20s and stuff. So that's that's kind of everything we talk about in that section. Sherry, should you keep certain foods in your pocketbook? Are there things that, like if you're on the run and you're a soccer mom and you're picking mm-hmm. up the kids or you're... Yeah, uh, yeah and, you know, actually in the 20s, we kind of talk more about um, you're getting your own place now, you're kind of starting a job. And then and then we know that not all women follow this format, but um, we, in the 20s we talk, it's all about, like, the woman. And then in the 30s we talk about childbearing and about breastfeeding and about how do I... When is there time for me when I'm caring for others? So we kind of, and, we, and again, we know that not all women have kids in their 30s, so that's kind of when we put it in because we know that a lot of women do. I think that's appropriate. I had my kids in my 30s, and I think you <laughs> so so, did it the right that, way for yeah, you. Yeah, you did the right thing. It was okay. the right thing to do. Yeah. But it's so true. You know, you're talking about in your 30s having kids, nursing. I remember yeah. I would just eat the food off my kids' plate, <laughs> which wasn't quite enough. And then yeah. nursing the babies, I was starving and oh, if you don't have the right foods available right. then you start eating the wrong kinds of stuff oh i know and that's what we're trying to really tell women and another thing we want to get across is if you didn't if you're in your 30s now and you didn't do these things in your 20s it's okay don't feel bad i mean just pick up where you are and try to do the best you can and so i just want people to understand you know it's a well-rounded approach we talk about what kind of foods we have some great recipes we talk about fitness, you know, what are the best exercises and um, other ways to take care of myself. So it's pretty all-encompassing health, as you said. So that's the 30s now. Okay, mm-hmm. the kids are young. You've got, mm-hmm. Now what do you do? You, you're getting into your 40s. You may be perimenopausal. Yes, yes, and we talk a lot in that section about de-stressing, and, and mainly because a lot of times in that, you know, in the 40s and maybe even in the 50s, women are taking care of their family and their extended family, maybe their parents or their parents-in-law, so they're kind of sandwiched in between, and they're trying to take care of everybody and do everything. And so, you know, we talk a lot about, um, well, we talk about throughout the section, we talk about weight loss and weight maintenance because that's a big issue for women just throughout throughout our lives is to maintain. And, um, and then we talk about, you know, are there any anti-aging foods? We talk about um, in the 40s dipping estrogen levels, change nutrition needs, and um, what to do about that. Anti-aging. We're not going to skip over that one. What are the anti-aging oh, that's foods? Oh, yes. yes. And, you know, they are, it's not any miracle kind of things. It's the things that we, we have said over and over to do, like drink a lot of water, you know, eat fish, um, eat a lot of fruits and vegetables, yogurt. It seems to be on every list <laughs> because it is so good for you. It's got calcium and protein. Um, and then we talk about ready-to-eat whole grain cereals, and um, those, you know, so those things are right in front of us. I mean, it's I just started magic. drinking a lot of water, and I wonder if it's kind of that natural, you know, following my body's natural instincts as I'm aging. Well, and I and I think too that sometimes we think we're hungry. Well, maybe we're really thirsty because we have we just haven't drunk enough water, drank enough water throughout the day, and so yeah, I think just you know because it aids every function of your body, and um, it's so important. 
Do you know what the water actually does for your skin, Sherry? I mean, the hydrating. You know, I mean, we do talk about in the book about, and oh, and I should say too that we also co-authored with um, a doctor named Dr. Rita Redberg. She is a cardiologist at the University of California, um, San Francisco, and she has a lot of great information about calcium and about water and what it does. And and there's a section in there about healthy skin and healthy hair. And mainly what we talk about in that section is eat good foods, get enough sleep if you can, you know, and reduce the stress in your life, and that will show up in your hair and your skin. So It's important, um, cause, and also as you age, your skin gets, well, besides your skin drying out, your hair gets drier too. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, it really is important to do that. I mean, we were out to dinner last night. I'm in Cape Cod right now, and eating this healthy meal. I had tuna and vegetables and, you know, all the good stuff, and this young couple sitting beside us, had a great big plate of fried oysters. <laughs> I wanted to say something, but I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess, they, you know, as you say, your body is forgiving. Even if you haven't done it correctly in your okay. 20s, don't give up. Don't say, well, right. you know, it's over. You can do it when you get in your 30s, 40s, and you can use the cookbook as a guide. Right. It's never too late. It's never too late to start lifting weights. I mean, even if you're in your 70s or 80s, you can, you know, start lifting weights and start small and make some changes. But... Um, but, you know, that's kind of our mantra is don't feel bad and just start doing it as soon as you can. Now, you talk about so. keeping your hormones in balance, which, of mm-hmm. course, by the time you reach your 50s is really important because your hormones, either you have no hormones left or they're totally yeah. out of balance. So yeah. this is a really important point. Right. And then, you know, a lot of times women in their 50s have already maybe had a friend who has some kind of, you know, heart disease or diabetes or maybe it's a family member or something. So we find that women in their 50s tend to, you know, that's kind of the time when they're saying, okay, I better start paying attention to some of these things. And then um, we talk about what kinds of foods are the best for menopause. And, um, you know, we talk about powerhouse foods. And um, and that's a great time. If you haven't started before, it's a great time to get into yoga because it kind of brings that whole body, mind, soul and um, you know, just the relaxation of that—that's so important. And the time—the time spent by yourself. And the Sherry, what about? Okay, you're you know, a woman in her fifties, and I have a lot of baby boomer women listening. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm asking you. But uh, and their husbands—are they supposed to be also eating the perimenopausal and postmenopausal <laughs> diet? Well, it certainly <laughs> will not hurt them because uh, you know, because it's it's good for everyone. And as we said in the beginning of the program. Um, that we don't want to make separate separate meals or separate foods. So if it's something that appeals to men, and and as as we also mentioned too, that the recipes are family friendly. And I think you know we picked the recipes specifically for women, but they are recipes that um, the men will I think want to have over and over too. There's a lot of favorites in here. So yes, I would I would just say the things that we recommend for women will work for men as well. So gentlemen, don't get upset. It won't affect your testosterone levels. <laughs> no, be- not at all. <laughs> You'll be okay. And your teenagers can eat it. It's all good food, yeah. as you say. Yeah, and it's, uh, um, you know, and I, I do later on in the show, I want to talk specifically about, because you have 140 delicious family-friendly mm-hmm. recipes, maybe get into some of the specifics of the recipes. Sure. And I would assume, Sherry, that they're also easy. It's not like you have to spend a lot, because nobody has time. No. I don't care what decade no. you're in, and right? That's the whole, exactly. And, you know, we find out from women, too, who tell us, you know, yeah, I do. I maybe have a little more time now. I don't want to spend it in the kitchen. So, yeah, so, you know, it's just like any other Betty Carker cookbook where the recipes are have been tested and they're easy to prepare. We tend to call for ingredients that you don't have to make a special trip to the grocery store, or if you do, it's readily available and you can use it for other things. So yeah. the recipes are easy. 
you made a good point. You, you know, I, and I, I, I also put myself into that category. I mean, I have a lot more time to cook, but mm-hmm. I've cooked for 25 years. Yeah. Don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. I want to take that time and do something else with it. But at the yeah. same time, yeah, I do want to be healthy. Yeah, and maybe your partner could, you know, could be cooking now too. I mean, it's a time we do find that um, when men retire, they want to be spend time in the kitchen and tend to do more things like bread baking and. You know, we just got grilling. They take up yeah, grilling. grilling. Men seem to grill. It's a ma- <laughs> I, They seem to if they cook, they want to cook outside and grill. Although yes. my partner, he cooks inside. He's a good cook. <laughs> great presentation. So the book is good for him too. Anyway, yes. taking a short break. Sherry Olyarud, senior cookbook editor at Betty Crocker Cookbooks, and uh, Betty Crocker Cookbook for Women: The Complete Guide to Women's Health and Wellness at Every Stage of Life. You're listening to VoiceAmerica.com Women. I'm Catherine Zox, your social worker with a microphone. Talking about what you care about. News, relationships, health, finances. Voice America, Women's Radio Network. If you are among the millions who are on the quest to find the fountain of youth, then this is the program for you. Dr. Norm Shealy brings to Internet Talk Radio, Youthful Aging, Secret of the Fountain, every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 12 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Dr. Shealy's mission is to help you have optimal health and longevity, and the purpose of youthful aging is to give you an opportunity to ask your own questions about anything related to health, and everything is related to health. Each week, Dr. Shealy will focus on a particular health topic and what Welcomes your questions, which are the reason for the program. Tune in every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 12 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel for Youthful Aging, Secret of the Fountain, with Dr. Norm Shealy. And discover for yourself the secret of the fountain. Are you willing to be taught and invest a few minutes each week to learn principles that will ensure your success and fulfillment? Tune in every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time to It's Easier Done Than Said on the Voice America Women's Channel. Winning with Wellness, where beauty meets health, with Dr. Vidushi Babber, is a place where women can share their health and beauty tips and learn that wellness means having a positive self-image. Tune in every Wednesday morning at 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. We talk with you, not at you. We're Voice America, Women's Radio Network, the new face of talk radio. listening to The Catherine Zox Show on the Voice America Women's Channel. If you'd like to join our conversation this morning, call now. The toll-free number is 866-472-5788. That number again is 866-472-5788. I'm Catherine Zox, your social worker with a microphone. Welcome back. And uh, we, if you have any questions or any concerns or you want to talk to my guests, you can call. And I'm going to repeat the number again. It's one 866 472 5788 
And joining me this morning, if you've been listening, is Sherry Olyarud. She's the senior cookbook editor at Betty Crocker Cookbooks. And uh, we've been talking about the latest cookbook, Betty Crocker Cookbook for Women, the complete guide to women's health and wellness at every stage of life. And, it, you know, Sherry, it is a complete guide. It has everything mm-hmm. in it. It's sort of like the Bible of women. It is. Yeah. yeah, I totally agree. And it was fun to work on and put together. You know, I didn't mean to gloss over the other ages. We kind of got to the 50s and um, and in the 60s. And stopped. We and have stopped. to keep on going. Let's do the 60s. That's right. Yeah, the 60s. Now, we talk about being young at heart, young at heart and, and in your mind. And, um, you know, we talk about in the 60s, 70s, and 80s, and this is true for women throughout their lives as relationships, but we talk a lot more about it in um, 60s, 70s, and 80s. And, um, you know, just... Um, staying active, staying connected, going for a walk, um, just, you know, the things you do to stay in touch with your family and your friends and those kinds of things are so important. And then we know that women, maybe in their 60s or so, might be eating out more. I hear I hear women talking about that. Um, so we're just talking about keeping an eye on portions in restaurants. Maybe they're on certain medications. So we talk about learning about your medications and what things could interfere with that. I'm so glad you mentioned that. That's really important. You know, that's a topic that doesn't always come up. Yeah. And I think especially women in their 60s, because I'm having a big birthday this weekend. Oh. Yeah. And, you know, don't want to talk about their medication, yeah. don't want to see themselves as even having to take medication because mm-hmm. it's me, I have to take, med- you know, high blood pressure, cholesterol, yeah. all of those kinds of yeah. things. So that's really important. Look, yeah. kind of, I'd like to talk about that a little yeah. bit more. And what you know, kind, yeah, foods and medication, because real important. Yeah, right. And you know who um, I have found to be a huge resource in this area is your pharmacist. I really feel that they are the ones, especially, you know, with the drug um, contraindications and some of those things, like what other things shouldn't I be taking or eating at the same time. So go to your pharmacist and ask them. I think they're a great resource. And, you know, and there's a lot of information online, Um about your medicine and read, you know, everything that comes with your medicine to just see there might be something in there. But but that is so important is just to make sure, you know, and some of it I know is trial and error too, um, but just notice the kinds of foods that you eat with it, if anything interferes or if anything makes you feel not good or something like that, and that is so important. And all another thing that's so important is to take your medicine. That's what Dr. Um, Redberg talks a lot about is, you know, make sure that you're um, – active in your health and in, you know, whatever is prescribed for you, make sure you take it. Yeah, because that's another problem, and she's a cardiologist, mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, I think what that's that's an important point. A lot of people, when they start feeling well, they stop taking, uh, yeah. men too, but women right. uh, stop taking the medication. Yeah, and we have a whole section. It's not, it's not in the front matter. It's not under any certain age because it hits women at every age. We talk about heart disease, and, you know, I think the one thing about heart disease is you can't really see it. You can't see it. So you may be feeling fine, but you might have things going on inside, and it's so important. We also talk in the back about when to have certain tests run at what age and things like that, recommended screenings and immunizations and things for diseases. And so, um, you know, it is important to see your doctor and to um, keep tabs on your health and your heart health. Sherry, is there, are there any foods, let's say, certain foods would be good for prevention of heart disease, but wouldn't be good for prevention of cancer, that they would be, you know, in Um, contrast. In the back of the book, too, we talk about different, you know, why do you want to stay healthy and why is this so important? And a lot of it is to um, prevent certain diseases. And it's interesting if you look at the information and you look at the foods that we recommend to eat and then some foods that we recommend maybe you don't eat as much of, 
um, it's, it's so many things are what I'm trying to say here is that um, eating whole grains and eating the things that are good for your heart also can help you prevent cancer, can help you with diabetes. They're very overlapping, the foods. You know, eating more fruits and vegetables, eating whole grains, cutting down on portion sizes, um, exercising, all those things will have a great impact on heart disease and diabetes and cancer. Sherry, I was thinking of osteoporosis because I know you talk about osteoporosis in the book. Now, osteoporosis, you want to eat uh, foods rich in calcium, some of the green vegetables and those Mm -hmm. kinds of things, which is different than, let's say, milk or cheeses, which may not be good if you have uh, heart disease or a history of heart disease or you want to prevent heart disease. Well, right, and one of the things we do talk about in the book, too, is soy milk, drinking soy milk for your heart, and, um, you know, and you can substitute that very easily. It still has the same amount of calcium as cow's milk, and I know some women can be lactose intolerant, and soy milk is a good alternative to that, and, um, you know, so that's a good way to get your calcium, and then we talk about some of the calcium supplements. As we get into the... And we, uh, we, uh, it, let's say 70s and 80s, mm-hmm. diseases like Alzheimer's. If you've yeah. lived long enough and haven't had a heart attack or you don't have cancer, then you yes. are uh, possibly may uh, be diagnosed with Alzheimer's. Now, are there actual foods that you can eat to help prevent you know, Alzheimer's? The, we, haven't, we haven't seen a link to that yet. I think they're still doing more research, but we don't really talk in the book about you know certain foods or anything to prevent Alzheimer's. The things that we talk about are to stay active and to you know check in with your doctor often and 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 because we wanted this book to also be i mean it is we think of it as a health guide, but also we wanted it to be fun and inspiring and all those things we couldn't put every single thing in, so there are some places that we just um you know you put almost every single thing in <laughs> we did we you did got a lot of almost. stuff in there and yeah. it's a lot of good information like yes. I said it's like a bible since we have a few minutes left let, maybe should we talk about some of the specific recipes or yeah. one yeah because yeah. I mean there are a lot of them but you know I just wanted to go back to your question because I, I went to the back of the book where it says top health concerns and we talk about each of the different diseases and then and in the Alzheimer's section, we do say if you stay active, that may help prevent Alzheimer's both physically and mentally. And now, again, you know, there's no guarantees of anything, but, um, you know, we're just talking about how exercise can help many things. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I mean, if you stay active, the blood is flowing at the very least, flowing through your veins and arteries, and that's a good thing. And I think one of the other things, Sherry, is staying active is also a unique to each woman, you have to yeah. decide what that is, and yeah. maybe not staying active. Obviously, is not the same at sixty mm-hmm. as it was at forty, and you may be too active, and you could those <laughs> ligaments and muscles don't work quite as well. So you have to kind right. of always, don't you think? You always have to be reassessing yeah. what I think that you, is. Yes, I think you do, and I and I think too that a lot of people think, oh well, I'm doing things for my mind, and that's great, but you also have to be physically active because, as you said, that helps the blood flow to all parts of your body and um, just helps everything. So. Anyway, on to the recipes now. Yeah, um, yeah three of, minutes. Give us two <laughs> recipes. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, two of the favorite recipes that are in the book that everybody keeps asking for is one is called Best Ever Brown Bread, and that is made of flaxseed meal, and it's kind of high in brown sugar, which is gives it a really nice flavor, and buttermilk and oatmeal. And, and there's a few more ingredients, of course, but there's no eggs. And the flaxseed meal takes the place of some of the oil and the eggs, and it just is a wonderful-tasting bread that's really good for you. 
sounds delicious. Oh, sounds it's the, wonderful. Yeah, it's, I mean, I know it's morning on the East Coast, but it's lunchtime <laughs> here almost here. Yeah. Uh, I mean, on the West Coast and the East Coast, so that sounds great. Yes, one of the other things, you have another one, pancakes, which, uh, you know, I always think pancakes, no, I can never have another pancake again, but not true. <laughs> no, not true at all. Um, and in our pancakes, we have a few different pancake recipes, but we'll do things like um, maybe sprinkle some granola in the batter or... Um, you know, use whole wheat flour or use yogurt in the batter, or maybe there's a yogurt topping that goes with it. So we, you know, we we want we know people want to eat familiar foods, so we try to keep the things familiar, but yet with a healthy twist, adding more fruits, adding more vegetables, and you know, there's a lot of great desserts. I mean, you got all the other stuff in in here is good too, but I know that you know women love desserts for the most part, and um, my favorite dessert is dark chocolate fondue. And it's just a really great-tasting fondue. It uses a little dark chocolate, and it uses um, a little bit of coffee, so that heightens the chocolate flavor. Because, again, we want to keep these recipes as low in fat as possible, but still tasty. Then you serve that with your fruit. So you're getting your fruit, you know, your fruit serving and this great-tasting chocolate along with it. So you're getting all of it. And now I know chocolate's good for you, and I just yeah. learned from Lauren, my co-host, that even coffee's good for you. So we covered the gamut. <laughs> Great yes. having you on the show this morning, Thanks and I so do much. recommend the book to listeners. This is a, a wonderful book for women, for the family, Betty Crocker Cookbook for Women, The Complete Guide to Women's Health and Wellness at Every Stage of Life. Sherry Olyarud, Senior Cookbook Editor. Buy it online, bookstores everywhere. Stay healthy and have a great day. Right. Thanks, Catherine. Thank you. I'm Catherine Box, your social worker with a microphone on Voice America Women, voiceamericawomen.com. Have a great day, and I'll see you next week. You can listen live every Thursday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. Want to know more about Catherine? Visit her website at www.catherinezox.com. Be sure to join us next week for more interviews and great conversation with Catherine Zox. 